This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, we do the podcast. Al, what's up, man? How are you? Jerry, I've got an issue with a program that I've long been a fan of. You and I have discussed here many of occasions. The Howard Stern Show. Not the Howard Stern Show. No. Worse. Even something that I've been listening to religiously. Oh, this is the Dave Ramsey thing? Yeah, this Dave Ramsey situation. And I've done some research, Jerry, as well. So Dave Ramsey is this financial guy that has a radio program and a podcast. You used to listen to him every day. I listen to them all. I would put them on when I was uh, cooking my dinner. It was it's it's just regular advice on not going into debt or if you're in debt, how to get out of debt. Common sense things. He tells you don't lease a car, how to do your mortgage, all that stuff. So love the guy. He takes calls. In some ways, it's great because you are listening to people whose lives are much more of a wreck than yours, and you feel good about yourself. Yeah. Like this guy. Calling in, Dave. I have nine hundred thousand dollars in student loans, and I make forty grand a year. Right? Holy mackerel! So love it. So I gotta say, like you know, coronavirus. I wasn't listening as much because I wasn't in the car as much. Then in the summer, when I would put them on, I'd hear people guest hosting a show, and I was like, "Oh, Dave Ramsey's taking a vacation. The guy's been doing this a long time. Deserves a vacation." So once the fall hit, I was like, "Oh, I bet." I bet you Dave's back doing live shows, and he is, but he's got all these co-hosts on every day, like different days he has different co-hosts on, Ramsey personalities. So Now, they're, they're with him? They're with him. So he, sometimes they're hosting themselves for an hour. Like, he does a three-hour show, so the first hour might be just the co just the co-host himself hosting then the second and third hour is Dave and this co-host and it's different co-hosts and there are people that have podcasts under his umbrella right but it's been going on now for months and months and months and i was like i can't be the only one who is bothered by this i'm bored well, I don't know. So I went on like these message boards, you know, Dave Ramsey oh Reddit, my God. and I you went, went on to Dave his... Ramsey message boards. Well, I went on, I, I googled the Dave Ramsey co-host, and message boards popped up. But just Reddit, <laughs> okay, is a popular message board with all different topics. So there's a lot of people. Then I went, and I looked at the podcast reviews, and it's the same thing. It's people like Dave, you've changed the show. This isn't why we listen. We love you. We want to hear you. You're a dynamic personality. You're forcing these people down our throats. And people seem to think that Dave Ramsey wants to retire, so he's trying to uh, get these people to 
take over when he eventually leaves. I could see that. I totally could see that because he's got to be in the seventies. No, I think he's in his. I think he's in his uh, mid sixties. Okay. Your dog is crying. She's also upset about the Dave Ramsey situation. Yes. So it just bothered me. I was like, you know, I hate when, when he's only shows, sixty. He's only sixty. Yeah. I just don't like when shows that are on a nice successful run change things. And not only do they change things, they don't address it with the audience. Like, right. This they has just not been addressed. It. I hear they you. They just do it right. and ignore the criticisms. And you brought up, you said, oh, is it, is it a problem with the Howard Stern show? Same thing happens there. So Howard Stern will have somebody on his show that he's that is like an associate producer on the show and is on the show for years and years and years. And the guy's on the air all the time and they're busting his balls. Then one day the guy's gone. Right. And there's no explanation. Yeah. There's no like, hey, you know that guy we talk to every day on the air? He doesn't work here anymore. <laughs> There's no it just it's just bizarre. Like it seems bizarre behavior. Yeah, no, I hear you. It's just you're moving on. That's it's what it sounds like. And then, you know, there are times when you know, people don't like something we do, right? And they'll complain and complain and in my head I was like, Well, wouldn't a person just not listen? But now I'm that person. It's driving you crazy. Driving me crazy because you think that the the way the show was that you enjoyed is the way that it needs to be forever. Right, sure. And I guess you're right. Maybe They're like evolving. Howard Stern right. Howard Stern claims to have gotten bored or evolved from the show he was doing, which is why now he mainly interviews celebrities. Right, sure. Right. I could see that. I but even see Dave Ramsey the problem is though, like certain people don't have that personality that draws people in and you mess with that chemistry which i think dave Ramsey's oh you mean by the people now. he's having co-host yeah yeah sure and they don't have the same draw as he does well i mean it's no different than when we have co-hosts here i mean you know when boomer and carton were off and you know we would have whoever it might be filling in and the whole show was off Right. When you tune into your radio, it was just not going to be the same. You know, it's a di- they're different personalities. It yeah, sounds I, different. I think it was like, but but I think people understood it was for a short time. It was this week. That's fair. Or next week. Like now, it, now Dave is Ramsey's back, and he's got these people with him always. Right. So it'd be like you. if Kim Jones filled in for Boomer and Gio, and then all of a sudden she was just there every day. Yeah, with no explanation right. as to why is Kim Jones still here every day. Yeah, no, I hear you. I like I. I haven't listened to Dave Ramsey in probably three, four. I used to listen to him every single day. Yeah. I got turned off a couple of times when he would, you know, give you unrealistic advice. Um, yes. But I did find his way and his sound very soothing, and I actually right. enjoyed listening to him. And I do like him. Mm-hmm. I just haven't listened in a few years now. Yeah, so it stinks. I'm not a, and, you know, in terms of Stern, I've just started to listen to him at this stage of my life. Right. And it's different for me because to me, it's all new. Whereas for you, you used to listen to the zany and crazy Stern. Right. What I'm hearing is zany and crazy, and it's nothing compared to what you used to listen to. So it's pretty wild how you have different perspectives. Yes, yeah, and like and and like how Evan Roberts started listening to Howard Stern when uh, Artie Lang was there, so he didn't know any of the Jackie the Joke Man years. Sure. So he thinks that's the best Stern era, right? And Just for like you, it I was earlier best, than that. It was yeah, it was the Jackie the Joke Man years, and someone. Prior to me, probably likes the WNBC days. Right, I hear that's you. The best, and what and what's funny with me is this is where me and you are very different. I like interviews. Yeah, and so like I heard Stern with Chris Rock two weeks ago. 
I thought I couldn't turn it off. I thought it was awesome, you know. And you're probably like, ugh, just get stupid, yell and cur-. you know. I I get it. Like, well, I don't. Just- I don't mind some of them. Like, I wouldn't mind. But that's my whole my whole issue with interviews in general for shows is I do like Chris Rock, so I would be interested in Chris Rock. The problem is that when it's somebody like Billie Eilish, who I know nothing about and don't care about. Sure. And I get in my car and I have an hour commute and that's the hour I get. Well, that's that's a problem. He had Machine yeah. Gun Kelly was on last week. It right. was like awful. I, I don't, right. No interest, don't care. There's no doubt. The, the people you're interviewing can't be boring. I agree with that. No doubt. Or he's trying to reach two, like, so the people that like Chris Rock don't care about Machine Gun Kelly and vice versa. It's well, a different audience. Well, yes and no. I mean, I, when he was coming on, I was intrigued because of the whole, he's got a whole thing going on with Eminem that I'm like, all right, this might be good. The problem was he was a bad interview. Yeah. He didn't want to talk about it. Stern kept probing him. He was giving him nothing. And I was seven, eight minutes into it. I'm like, all right, you know what? Just end this. Like it's over, but I guess he's got him sitting there and he's not going to do that and he's just killing time, but it did not go in the direction that it could have gone that would have been interesting. And it wasn't, it was awful. So I reached out to Guy Adami. I said, listen, this is our chance to take over the Dave Ramsey. Yeah, I'm not happy with him. He wanted to just like leave me by the curb. (laughs) I thought we were friends. Guy Adami did? How about this? Here's Here's a deal. All right. I will loan you to Guy Adami for your financial podcast. Yes. We still have to keep doing ours. Oh, yeah, of course. But then he owes me a cornhole contest every week. Yes. Or podcast, rather. seems like a good deal. Is that fair? So we get two Guy Adami podcasts. You get one, I get one. Okay, perfect. And we still do ours. Yes. Because otherwise I felt like I was being left at the altar. More and more podcasts, Jerry. That's what the world needs now. I was just looking on Spotify. So this Dave Ramsey's on Spotify with his podcast, and so is Joe Rogan now. Well, Joe Rogan... Dave Ramsey's everywhere. Oh, is that true? Okay. Joe Rogan is being paid an obscene amount of money by Spotify to only be on Spotify. And it's not a podcast. It's a damn show. They're three hours long. I know. And you know what's awesome about it? I don't like... Here's another thing. Here's Joe Rogan, very successful doing what he's doing. Now he gets into bed with Spotify and now... All the people who work at Spotify are offended by his show and want him taken off or want him edited or want his own. So, because everyone's a wuss. So, jo- so is Joe you- Rogan doing the podcast like himself where he answered to nobody? He and- was, yes. He was his own boss. And so now he took a big lump sum and a big huge, payment from Spotify. Huge, yeah. But now he's got to worry about being. Correct. Wow, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. It's a difficult balance, although I'm sure the money was like a billion times what he was making. Well, that's the problem. He was making good money on his own. I'm sure he was, but the money in so many different types and areas of this business can get so silly. Yeah, they wanted exclusives. That you're stupid not to just take it. There was rumors, and I guess there were discussions. Uh, Howard Stern's contract is up at the end of this year on Sirius. They were he was in discussions, or maybe still be in discussions with Spotify. But everyone says he's resigning with. Well, Sirius. I saw. Yeah, Business Trader said that yeah. uh, an agreement was reached to where he's going from a hundred million a year to take care of his his uh, his brand and his employees. He's going up to one thirty, I believe. Uh, yes, that's not terrible. One thirty, not not terrible. <laughs> but that, and here's the thing, though, that people are like, well, why would Howard Stern? Why would Sirius do that? He's the only exclusive they have that yeah. anyone cares about. I mean, listen, that's I like the, the NFL channel, but I'm not listening to it very often. But it's neat on Sundays when I'm driving around that I can get the games. That's that I like it for. The music's fine, but now with Spotify and your phone, I don't need it. 
Um, Stern is the one thing that if you're, you know what, if you're a Stern fan, that's how you're going to get him. I mean, he's got to be responsible. I could be wrong about this. You tell me. He's got to be responsible for over a million subscribers, no? I would think that is a very high number. You think that you think it's that's too many? I think it's too many. I think maybe when he first came over, okay, maybe that, and then I don't think he added people. I think he maybe lost people over the years. All right, let's but say five hundred thousand. I mean, exactly. That's, that's ten still, million dollars a month. Yeah, it still works out that he's that they're not losing money. No, they're making him. money with him yeah. still. Yes. And who gets the uh, the advertising? Does the Stern get show well. get that, I'm or does sure Sirius split, get that? I'm sure they split it. That's a I'm revenue sure split, probably. Everything. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it is very interesting. Yes. Yeah, the the business is very strange right now. I think yeah. that's. I don't know. I don't think anybody knows what direction it's going in. The podcast thing is weird because, like the Joe Rogan thing, going to Spotify as an exclusive that makes sense to me. Like you have shows on TV that are either Netflix or Amazon or HBO. It's not on. It's not like these shows, like podcasts, are on everywhere you go. True. The only the only way the only place you could make a case for that are some of the old rerun sitcoms yes. that are still on television that you can get on on Netflix. I can't tell you how many people reached and and people are just used to things being everywhere now. How many people reached out to me and said, "Will the Craig documentary be on?" Can I get that on Apple TV? Can I get that on Netflix? No, it, like HBO put up the money. Right, it's an HBO exclusive. Yeah, HBO exclusive. Yeah, how about that? My device is talking up there because I have that one named Amazon. Oh, I'm so sorry. And it sorry. heard me mention it, and now it's talking. I I understand. Dog thinks there's a robot up there. Dog thinks there's a robot. All right, well, good luck with that. Second topic of the day, Jerry, and there'll be only two topics. This is my second and final topic. Um, well, third, we got into Stern a little bit. Right, that's right. That's true. Uh, eyebrow trimming. Do you trim your eyebrows? Uh, the guy, Rob, my guy Rob at the Prime Barbershop in Middletown does it. How does he do that? He does it with a comb and a razor and, a, and an electric razor. So he puts the comb over the top of your eyebrow and anything sticking out, he yes, zips over. pretty much. Mm, that's Why? pretty good. Well, because like, I, I don't go to a barber because I shave my own head. Right. And I've never found a good eyebrow trimmer where you put the extension on it and you trim your eyebrows. Sure. I don't it trust never, it. Uh, yeah, first I didn't trust it. But the reality is it doesn't barely do anything. Oh, okay. It looks like it's going to take your high, whole eyebrow Right, off. that's been my issue. That's why I don't <laughs> right. do it myself. Yes, but it really, it do, it doesn't. I wish it, it was more aggressive. So last night it was bothering me and I, I got this like, super mirror that's like 10 times mirror yeah like which are great and freaky yeah. all at the same time yes because you see everything yes. going on in your face and i took the little mini scissors that women use to to trim sure. up hairs and i was trim my eyebrows that way but it was so tedious i was hoping that there was some sort of device that i'm missing out on that i'm not aware there of might that does be a better job there might be but not that i use like i said my guy does it i, I yeah. have it done it's just easier yep and he does a good job with it every two weeks like women go and get their eyebrows done specifically. You could do that. Could I go there? Yes. Would they, but would I get women's eyebrows when I left? Or would they look like thin? No, and you, you sexy? could just get them cut. That's all. I think I would do that. Like five bucks. You ever see that threading of the eyebrows some women do? I've seen. I have not. I've seen advertisements for it. Are you aware of how that works? I'm not. I am not. They take this super thin um, line, right? Like almost like a fishing line, and they individually 
wrap it around individual hairs and pull it out. See, that seems like that hurts. <laughs> sure does. That that doesn't seem so great. So if anybody has a better home uh, eyebrow cutter that they recommend, I Reach would out appreciate you reaching out to me. Sounds good to me. Because I have what I what feels like, you know, I've I've tried the Remington, Wall makes one, like they all make them. Right. But they just unless I have super eyebrows that are just resistant. Which is possible. That's very possible. Or you go see my guy if you need. Yes, or I could go see your guy. Yes. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm up show. Why don't we? It's well, an we hour did it long. Already, which is cool. Yeah. And I thought it was a pretty good one today. Let's play it. All right. We'll see you tomorrow, yes? Yeah. So. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host, Harrison Sanford, on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And Jerry, no guests, no calls, and no real content. All right, here we go. It's 5.03. It is a Monday, Tuesday morning for you all in the van. I'm in New York City where I had a very interesting walk-in. Al Dukes has not had a walk-in, but he's had a walk-out with his dog. He is down the Jersey Shore. Al, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. What happened with your interesting walk-in? Did well, you get caught in some sort of a pouring rain no, hurricane-type situation? No, Was no. a rat attacking you? Were you no. accosted by a, a man with a knife? Well, you've hit on a couple of things right there that are very close to true. Uh, the first thing was the rat. I actually hit a rat. With your car? Yeah. Well, yeah, but not my foot. Yes, with my car. Anything's possible. <laughs> maybe you punched that's, one in the face. I don't know. You know what? That's very true with the size of some of these rats. I hit a rat that ran right out in front of my car. I uh, heard a little boom, boom, and then it was gone. Sorry. It, Is it, it, uh, it's and did dead. You, did you check to see if any part of it's on your tire? Because that's disgusting. Well, it might have been, except I drove through so many uh, puddles coming here that I don't know that it would have been. And I didn't run over it. I hit it. You hit it, all like, right. It, it seemed like it hit my car as I went by it. Mm. So that guy's gone. Then, as I now they, these postal trucks, dude, I've told you this is really it's absurd at this point. They're parking everywhere and t- and they they position their trucks so that no one can get in between and they space them out. It really it is beyond ridiculous. You can't even park on the avenues now, which is becoming a problem. But I did park on Varick, which. Um, as I got out of the car, there were two men that were probably, I would say, 50 yards away, screaming that they wanted to uh, do things to people at a very loud level to where I hightailed it. Were these... I'm um, like, I can't deal with this. What were they wanting to do to people? Uh, they just said they wanted to do harm to people as they were just walking. I don't know if they oh. were singing, if they were yelling... If they were joking, I didn't stick around long right. enough to find out. You didn't want to be killed. No. I took off. I had you in my mind. I'm like, where's the mace? Mm. Yeah. Where's the taser gun? Just in case. But I do know there's a security guard that's in a in a booth that's not and far from there. What's that going to do for you? Call for help. Call 911. That's exactly. All, that, at least there's a witness. 
And so someone can do something, but I ran. I was You've like, got to arm yourself, Lord. Jerry. Uh, during this pandemic, I've got myself oh my uh, mace. I've got myself a police uh, a stick, a collapsible stick. Mm. And that you be, like, you're, I, yeah, my brother beat somebody has somebody up with if they uh, attack you. Of let course, be, like you said, if someone grabs it from my hand and then beats me with it, I'm in trouble. That would suck. And I will be, and be clear. They didn't do anything. They didn't ch- nothing, but they were just yelling at a very loud level and looked very threatening. I'm with you, Jerry. That's good enough for me. I'd be high town right out of there. Like I was ready to get in the car and go home and do the show from home. <laughs> so you hit <laughs> a rat <laughs> and you were and you ran into some gentleman wanting to do harm to people in New York. That w- yes, I had a very lovely ride in up until I got into Manhattan. Now you're in New York, yeah, concrete awesome. jungle where dreams are made of. They will inspire you. you that reminds me so of a good up until that point. That reminds me of a story that I have on my show sheet for today, Jerry. Uh, Padres Tommy Pham. Now yeah, is he a good bad. ball player, Tommy Pham? Okay. Yeah, he's, more, he's all right. I average. Him as a Tampa Bay Ray, more as a Padre. Yes, but yes. I knew I knew the name. Yeah. Tommy Pham was uh, spending some time at a strip club Sunday night in San Diego called Pacers Showgirls. He was. International Gentlemen's Club. Because all yeah. gentlemen are at strip clubs, Jerry. Right. And when he says he came out of his car, uh, out of uh, the strip club to get into his car, there were two gentlemen uh, arguing with each other near his car. And he asked the gentleman, could you please uh, take your argument elsewhere as I want to get in my car and leave? And they stabbed him. Yeah. Now, they did not hit any vital organs, so he'll be fine, other than the trauma of being stabbed coming outside of a strip club in San Diego. I got to tell you, this place, too, $5 drinks, 50-cent wings. At uh, Pacers Showgirls? No, at Hooters, yes. <laughs> what does that mean, about. Pacers? I was confused uh, I don't by know. this I'm looking uh, at the website right now. I'm really not sure. Pacers other than the fact Showgirls. That it's just the name of the place. I don't know. Do you know. think when he goes in there, he's like, I'm on the Padres. How are you girls doing? I think someone there knows he's on the Padres. I'll bet Ooh, you the they, manager knows. Right. And they take care of him. Yes. I think that that's very possible. I once had the DJ uh, from Gogo Rama in uh, New Jersey reach out to me, said if I ever wanted to come in, he'd, uh, you know, set me up. So, How Did you take him up on it? No. Why not? So, uh, you yeah. walk in like a celebrity. All the girls would flock to you. Put him up, put him up. Bell Dukes is in the house. That's what I imagine. So you've the DJ actually saying. thought about this. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way Gina would allow me to go to Go Go Rama, Jerry. You're a single man, Al. You do what you want to do. <laughs> I would be a single man if I rolled up into the Go Go Rama. <laughs> yes, you would. Yes, you would. Speaking so, of um of the um the girls, yeah. Um, so you guys are into this, uh, the, the, the Tushy Bidet? The Tushy Bidet that uh, Gio is doing looks, live reads for? Yeah. Looks tremendous. Looks yeah. tremendous. I haven't got it yet, but it's on the way. I saw Tom Izzo got one. Mm-hmm. And so it prompted me to see how much they are. Yes. And I wanted to check it out, as I did yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not Tushy.com. <laughs> no, it's not. It's HelloTushy.com. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Did you go to Tushy.com? Yeah, well, yes. No, you got to be careful, Jerry. You think? Oh, my God. <laughs> did you order whatever was available no, there? I did not. You did not. Okay. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. You mm. got to be careful with that one. Yeah, you got to be very careful. Because very I... careful. Hello, Tushy.com slash WFAN. Holy you get the geo price. Holy. Yeah, that was um, if you can give them a eye-opening. Plug. Yes, I'm sure shut it was. Up, Eddie. I actually, shut up, Betty. Shut up. I actually had a listener call me and uh, say, well, 
Yeah, me and my son uh, checked that. Uh, oh, oh my, me and my son. God. Oh. Now I didn't. Now that was not the case for me. But I was just sitting at the dining room table with the laptop open, and I'm like, you know, let me see how much this thing is. And I put the wrong email, uh, web, well, website address in. Yeah. Oh my. Good Gotta be Lord. careful. Yeah, I would say Gotta so. Gotta be very careful. So I think we have to make sure that we uh, emphasize mm-hmm. the hello part. You got it. Going forward. In fact, uh, when Geo does the read today, I'll hop in and just uh, double check. Please, yes. Double that, check with him. That would be good. We don't need anybody else doing that. I mean, you want yeah. to go for it, but not if you're looking for the bidet. Right. Different thing. Oh, yeah, Different yeah. item. Uh, Jerry, the uh, Saints, it was a Monday night football game last night. Saints Chargers. And Tuesday night football tonight. And Tuesday. What, what do we got tonight? Bills somebody? Titans. Bills Titans? Yeah. I'm sick of the Titans. I'm not interested in the Titans. I'm interested in this one tonight. But okay, what about last night? I'm interested in the Bills. You. Well, I see that the, uh, you know, I was asleep, of course, Jerry, but I see that the Saints came back from a 17-point deficit. They beat the Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers, Chargers are too early, too fast. And I guess that's happened with the Chargers a few times this year. They've they've gone up and they can't hold the lead. But I see uh, Justin Herbert threw three touchdowns in the first half. Yeah, finished with four touchdowns, no picks. And I'm saying, like, this is what is frustrating for Jets and Giants fans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like when we see quarterbacks do this, and then we see Sam Darnold, we see Daniel Jones, and and even though they lost... The Chargers. Exciting, though. It is exciting. The Giant game was exciting Sunday, though. No, definitely. Definitely. But it wasn't like Daniel Jones wasn't lighting him up. Sam Darnold wasn't lighting him up. And that's the frustrating part, I think, for uh, Jets and Giants fans. And the Jets in particular, they had other quarterbacks. This Christian Hackenberg rolled through, Bryce Petty, you know, all these guys, and they do nothing. Legends. (laughs) <laughs> New York legends. <laughs> Do you think t- like Bryce Petty has to convince somebody? He's like, no, I legitimately played quarterback for the Jets. Started, um, I, started a few games. Yes, I'm sure he's had to convince someone along the way. Yeah, that's right. Probably, that's probably true. Yeah. Do you like football? Actually, I played football. Really in college? Why well, I started quarterback for the New York Jets a couple games in the NFL. When was this? Yeah, I do believe that that's probably now people that are close to him know. But yeah, I'm sure if you meet someone, he just looks like a a handsome, in shape guy, and now all of a sudden you find out he played in the NFL. No kidding. Yeah. Now I'm trying to think back the first uh, year for Sam Darnold when he started, like that game in Detroit, that electric Monday night game. Right. But that was an exciting game, right? He threw the pick six right away. But then, but then he came back and played and well. Played a good game, yes. So do we expect Justin Herbert to? You know, not be great soon? Uh, so far, so good. I mean, it's only been a few games, but he's played really well. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, and well. We like him. There's there's a reason why you get drafted where you get drafted. Now, for Sam Darnold, we need to – I don't I don't know how you evaluate the guy. Who is he playing with? You know, Truth. the coach. I mean, there's a lot of issues with the coach right now. I mean, is, is the you know, people will point to Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee, Ryan Tannehill in Miami with Gase. I don't know. I, I really don't. I mean, is Darnold going to, let's say, for instance, let's just for poops and giggles say the Jets move on from Sam Darnold, go 0-16, then move on from him. They draft Trevor Lawrence, they have a new head coach, and all of a sudden all is right with the Jets, that's fine, and Sam Darnold lands somewhere else and becomes a great starting quarterback. Would you be shocked? I wouldn't. I would not. I mean, I listen, I didn't watch him at USC. I know his numbers weren't great, but I didn't watch him, so I don't know. But he was 
I don't know. I, I, I'm confused by the whole thing. I really am. This Jet thing is a mess. It's an absolute mess. And Daniel Jones, last year we saw a lot of good stuff out of Jones. But keep in mind, no tape on him. This year there's film on the guy. Now, I still see a lot of good stuff from him, but he is not throwing touchdown passes. That is very true. Right, so is that well, so I'm sort of asking, like, do we expect once once teams start getting tape on Justin Herbert, he's not going to be throwing four touchdowns? Possible, but you know what? You've got a couple games now. You know, and you could make the same you could make the same case for Daniel Jones towards the end of last year that there were certainly games out there for people to see. Um, for whatever reason, year now you also hear about the sophomore slump in a lot of cases too. Maybe Jones will get going again here towards the middle part of the season. You know, again, it's not like the Giants. Aside from and be honest, be fair. Aside from the Forty Nine er game, the Giants have played competitive football. They yes. just don't win, but they've Correct. played. They could have beaten the Bears. They could have beaten someone else. Who was the other one last week? Mm-hmm. They had a chance to beat the Cowboys for sure Sunday. They had a chance. Oh, the Rams. They had a Rams, ch- I mean, Bears. they played. Now, their offense wasn't great, but their defense was really good. They had a chance to win. They had the ball. They're driving. They're doing things. At least you're watching them. They look like a competent football team. They just got to figure out how to win. The Jets look like a disaster. Disaster. They, they look like a team that's going to get blown out every single Sunday. Now, I see that Adam Gay says he's open to giving up play-calling duties. Yeah. To who? I just Googled, Jerry. New York Jets offensive coordinator. Right. Dowell Logans. Logans? Logans, isn't it? Never heard. Kenny Logans is going to call <laughs> the plays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His first play, he's got the package called Danger Zone, Jerry. I would say... <laughs> What they're this doing, guy doesn't look like he could pull call plays, I'll be honest. Is what they're doing working? <laughs> Just I don't like to judge people based on their looks. Yes, you Jerry, do. You love I, doing that. That's why you sit in your condo and stare at people all day. All right, that's true. I do like judging people based on looks alone. Uh, this Dowell Logans doesn't look like the type of guy that's going to light it up. How do you know? Just by his look. Just by that's his all. look. Yeah. Just by his look, Jerry. He doesn't look like the type of guy that could command a room. I mean, right Jim now he's Fossil probably, right now he's like probably driving to practice going, who's this tool on the radio? Well, that's probably true, too. Uh, Jim Fossil doesn't look like a guy that could command a room. He went to a Super Bowl. <laughs> right or wrong? That's true. Did Dick Bill Belichick look intimidating? No. Bill Belichick doesn't look intimidating. We know he's intimidating because of his record. Right. You got to right. go out there and just make things happen. You're right, Jerry. My mistake. Uh, my apologies to Dowell Logans if you're cruising in in uh, wherever that is in New Jersey. Florham Park. Florham Park, New Jersey, heading to Jets uh, facilities. Yeah, Beautiful you think, facilities. think he's on the road or you think he's there already? 516? I, I think he's on the road. Remember when we went there and Todd Bowles and his staff were running already at like 5 a.m. <laughs> when we were there for the yeah. show? Yes. That was that was impressive. Yeah, very impressive. In the dark, they were doing they're getting their exercise in for the day. Yeah, it's a good job by them. Have you ever thought about getting up at 2 a.m. to exercise? No. But now, but you know what's well, funny about thought that, of though? It, yes. But now you'll get up to take the dog out. Right. Thought of it, yes, because the feeling that when you're done with work, you've already done your, like you've you've done your exercise for the day, that is interesting. So, yes, I, I have thought of that, but I just know that in the winter when the alarm would go off. No chance. Yeah. Like today it was raining, windy again, and the dog wanted to eat grass outside. It's it just like, let's go. The last time the dog was eating grass, you had a mess in your house. Yeah, she does eat grass occasionally when she doesn't feel well. But I caught it early, Jerry. I caught it early. I hope so. We have to take a break. All right. It's 5-17. Coming up on 5-18. 
on the fan. We are getting you to 6 o'clock when Boomer and Gio will join you. This portion of the warm-up show is brought to you by Ray Katina Mercedes-Benz of Edison. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Alan Jerry now offering curbside delivery. All right, 25 after 5. Great to have you with us on a Tuesday morning, mid-October already. You know, I'm watching this one thing on CBS Sports Network, Al, that um, you know, the World Poker Tour that they have on. Most I don't know why we're not on. I have no idea. But they put this poker on, which is funny. Um, and there's a guy who's playing, and he's stuffing his face with chicken parm on TV Ooh. while he's playing. A sandwich, or is he cutting it up? No, he's got a big bowl with spaghetti and a chicken parm patty. That's like, Maybe he's dude, trying to throw off his opponents. Well, I the first, I did think that it's kind of hard to read him if he's you know knee deep into chicken parm that you can't you can't study his right. face and his eyes. But it looks ridiculous on TV. Plus, imagine how confident. Like if I saw if I was uh, like if I was uh, watching a baseball game and Jacob Degrom took the mound and he was eating a chicken parm sandwich, I'd be like, "This guy is so confident yeah, that the, he's gonna mow me down that he can eat a chicken parm sandwich." Well, on the mound. it's an interesting strategy because he's only got a nine and a ten, hmm. and the the cards showing not great. He's got no right. chance to win unless the other guys think he's got this amazing hand, which he right, doesn't like, have. This guy, if he's so confident to eat a chicken parm sandwich or chicken parm while he's at the table, he must have a good cards. Well, I'll tell you that's what. We will find out because there's a guy that's got a king and a 10. He's got a pair of kings. Right now, he would win. So if he <laughs> folds, we know the chicken parm did the trick. Yeah. And then you can suggest that to Jacob deGrom next time you see him. I will. Him. I certainly, or to Daniel Jones, boost up or, or uh, Sam Darnold. There you go. Get under center, put a chicken parm right on your center's back. And now people are like, this guy knows what he's doing. Who did that? Who was eating on the bench, ate a hot dog? Wasn't that Mark, Mark Sanchez. Sanchez? Yeah, that's confidence. Yeah. He got killed for that, though. Yeah. That didn't go so good. But that was Tom in Brady Oakland, did I believe. And yes, it was. He was enjoying a hot dog from Oakland. Yeah. Jerry, uh, last night, a Dodgers pitcher, Walker Bueller. Bueller, yeah. He, uh, people on uh, social media during the game were like, this dude's pants are super tight. Mm-hmm. He had super tight white pants on while he was pitching, and then some other observers observed that the pants were short as well, a little right. shorter than they should have been. They thought perhaps he was wearing someone else's pants. <laughs> they asked him about it after the game, I, and he would not discuss it. <laughs> he would not discuss his tight white pants. He actually left the interview, didn't he? Uh, he said, yeah, he did. That was the last question after someone asked him, said, listen, uh, got to ask you about your pants. Seems super tight. A lot of people on social media were wondering. He goes, not now. And he got up and left. Well, yeah, they just lost. Like, that. I don't know. That's something for super maybe today on pants. the field or something. Oh, I guess they have the Zoom meetings, but I don't know. Listen, you guys, when Boomer wore those super tight softball pants and you could see his uh, area... A lot of people like it's distracting. We want to know answers. We have, we have questions. We need answers to that and was the press. That was distracting. Right now, if if Boomer had to face the press after that game when he wore those super tight softball pants, yeah, huge package. 
huge package. They, he would have had to address that. Well, the, here's the difference. Bueller looks like he's wearing more spandex. Okay. Boomer was just tight in the area. Right, his area. Is huge that junk. All right. Huge banana. All right, Al. <laughs> oh, was that Eddie? Huge banana. Okay. <laughs> I think that was an Eddie drop. I did not just say that. <laughs> uh, by the way, an alert alert Twitter follower, Mike McMahon. Related took, to Vince? Uh, not Vince. No. Jim? This is not, no. Hmm. I would rather be related to Jim McMahon because that's cool because that's my uncle, Jim right. McMahon. Uh, Mike McMahon took to uh, took the uh, Craig documentary and took a stopwatch, and he yeah, wrote I down buy these numbers. <laughs> he wrote down the amount of times each of us appeared in the documentary and the total number of minutes we were on. A lot so, less than than I thought. Yes, uh, of of our group. Uh, let's see, Jerry Recco, you showed up sixteen times. Well, I am handsome. For a total of two minutes and twenty three seconds, but think Ed- about that: <laughs> sixteen times, two minutes, twenty three <laughs> seconds. Eddie Scazzeri showed up twelve times, but he had the most time for two minutes and forty nine seconds, right? Giving him the most time out of anyone, other than Boomer. Boomer was not counted because he was he obviously dominated the documentary. Uh, so Eddie got twelve times, twelve appearances, two minutes forty nine seconds. I also had twelve appearances, which I did not. I thought Eddie had more appearances than me. He he got me by time by far. I only had a minute thirty eight in the entire documentary. Well, it's, you're boring. Garbage. <laughs> Garbage. <laughs> Some guy named Nick Pongarden had more time than me. Who's that? I don't even know who that is. I watched it. I don't remember Nick who that Pord- is. Who? I did have more time than the FBI agent, though, so that's cool. Nick who? Nick Pongarten. How do you spell it? P-A-W-N. Right. G-A-R-T-E-N. Nick Pongarten. Oh, you know who he was? I believe he was the writer for The New Yorker, who did an in-depth piece. You know, it's funny. He doesn't even come up in Google. Yeah. He's not even Googleable. I should have had more time than him. Yeah, I would agree. How much time he have? He had... Uh, well, you a know, minute forty. The problem with you is you were very quick and succinct with your yes, answers. Yes, I'm very succinct. Right, or so boring you, and boring. You, well, that's if you need name. me for other documentaries, I'm available to be, do very succinct things. They give you boring answers. He'll get in. He'll get out. It's perfect. Then of, and then, of course, you know this alert Twitter follower and researcher. I call him Mike McMahon. Of course, people just attacked him on Twitter. Loser! What type of loser has time to get a stopwatch out? We're in the middle a of a pandemic. No one's got anything to do. Exactly. Good for him. Right. You know what? All you other losers, go back watching yeah. Netflix and wasting your life away. Yeah, good waste for your life you, away. Mike. Way to At do least, something good. I'm glad. Right. At least Mike McMahon was doing research. Yes, he was doing something constructive while the rest of you people are eating pizza and watching uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah. Jerks. Just a bunch of jerks. And hopefully Boomer and Geo between 6 and 10. Right. <laughs> Jerry, we lost Hall of Famer Lil Joe Morgan. Yeah, it's been some year. By the huh? way. He was 77. I would have never in a million years guessed that guy. Like, he did not look 77. No, he looked great. And, you know, it it doesn't even feel that long ago that he was doing Sunday Night Baseball with, uh, what's his name, out of San Francisco, John Miller. Right. You know, and it's I always say this, too. Carlos Beltran. Yes. That's what John Miller would yes, say. Yes, he would. If he w- That was 10 years ago, though. 
Is he, he spent that 20, long ago? He did it for 21 years. And people but it didn't was 10 like years that. Ago. I liked when they yeah, did me the too. games. I really did. But then again, people hate everything. That's true, Jerry. They hate everything. We could bring back John Madden and Pat Summerall, and people would be playing today. No, he doesn't. Oh, they were awesome. That's my childhood watching football. But I bet you people would complain today about them. These guys sound old. He's talking about turkey legs. Um, I did have a brush with uh, Joe Morgan once. Uh, The very first Tampa Bay Devil Rays game in 1998 was a Sunday night baseball game. And I, I used the bathroom facility while Joe Morgan was in there. So you urinated next to him? Uh, well, I think he was leaving as I was entering. Oh, okay. The bathroom. That's fair. But I felt like, for a moment there, Jerry, that I was important. Did you say anything to him? No. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I would just say, sir. How are you? Uh, maybe I gave him a head nod. I would hope we he did so, something. Jerry, we were caught up in Tampa Bay Devil Ray fever at the moment. I could see Al at the next <laughs> urinal to Joe Morgan flapping his arm as he's going. Flapping Joe his Morgan arm? flapping his arm. That's how he hit when he was when he would bat, right, Eddie? Is that a, a yes. batting stance reference? Yes, that's correct. Lil, we call, he was called Lil Joe Morgan, I think, back then, Jerry. Got it. Big Red Machine. I had a run-in with John Miller on a cruise ship. John Miller? But his, not Joe his, Morgan. His partner. A run-in meaning something went bad. No, not a run-in, but... I was on the same cruise ship as he was because they were doing a San Francisco Giants cruise that I had no idea I was a part of. (laughs) (laughs) And you found yourself hanging out by the pool with Barry Bonds. Uh, No, no, Barry Bonds was not on that trip, nor was anybody of note. I do not believe. Will Clark wasn't even there. (laughs) But John Miller was the uh, the featured person representing the Giants. Oh, did you see him in his bathing suit? Yeah. You did? Oh, yeah, bathing suit, flip-flops, and a shirt. He was never shirtless. But he always had a shirt on, his bathing suit, and his flip-flops. And he would be walking around, Shirtless. and people would be talking baseball with him. Kind of neat. That is cool. I did not talk to him, though. Right. I was like, yeah, John Miller. How about that? I'm not sure I wouldn't know what John Miller looks like. Yeah, no, you would. I think if you saw him, you would. If you, Matter of fact, during the break, Google, Google John it. Miller, All right. San Francisco Giants. I guarantee you, you'll be like, ah, yeah, I know who he is. Okay. And if not, then I don't know what you're doing. Like, Jerry. you watch Sunday Night Baseball. How would yeah. you not know what he looks like? That's true. I'll know what he looks. I'll be like, oh, right, that guy. Right, John, right, right, right. Exactly. Jerry, it could be a... What's that, Jerry? Huh? What? Huh? Jerry, it could be a lot of quarterbacks on the move here. Um, uh, In my uh, show sheet, as I was doing a rundown of topics and things, I saw three different quarterbacks that seem a little sketchy right now. All right, so I know are. Dwayne Haskins. I'm hearing that the Reds... The, um, God... That Washington is contemplating a Washington move for him. football team. All right, so that's one. Give me the other two. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo in the Niners. You, that, I guess you believe that. I don't really believe it because they seem like they they weren't benching him last week. That they were they got blown out and they were worried about his ankle. Right. Like I don't know if I believe that one, but okay, that's two. That rumors out there. What's the third one? The third one is uh, Falcons owner Arthur. Oh, Blank. Matt Ryan. When asked about if Matt Ryan is the future. Yeah, he wasn't so... Um, First of all, Matt Ryan's like 100 years old. He's 35. He he's 35. Well, I mean, Tom Brady's 43. He's still playing. So yeah, why, he's Tom Brady. why can't Matt Ryan play for another eight years? Because he doesn't have the rings, baby. Uh, no, but if he can still play, I mean, it's more than just the quarterback. We know that. But this is another one of those situations. How many so Falcon three. games are you watching? <laughs> Me? And not for nothing. If Boring. the defense did their damn job, the Falcons should have three wins on the season. Right. Instead, I mean, they have zero. They put up plenty of points. There's no reason that this team's 0-5.
aside from the fact that their defense is terrible and their head coach didn't know what he was doing. Couldn't finish a game. By the way, I did Google John Miller. You know who he is. And I do know who he is. Of course you do. Guess how old he is, Jerry. John Miller. Let's see. If Joe Morgan's 77. Um, Get ready with the drops, Eddie. I am going to say John Miller is 69. Yep. I mean, you gave 69. Me, you gave me a hint right there. By I was going to say 70. Just turned 69 two days ago. So he's got all of his 69 life left. He's got almost the entire 69 years. Lots of 69ing to, to do for John Miller this oh, year. Oh, this year? The big year. Absolutely. 69. And- mm-hmm. <laughs> Stupid. 69! <laughs> oh, I boomer would be. Would say We're up at the 69. And- <laughs> wow, check out this story about the John Miller. Quickly. I love, gotta- okay, this is, this is worth it. I love going right to the personal life when I go to someone's Wikipedia page. So John Miller was married for seven years in the 70s, had two daughters. In 1986, he reunited with his childhood babysitter who had also married and divorced and had one daughter. Wow. They got married. How about that? And they're still married today. 69 was married- so amazing. <laughs> he married his babysitter. Right, but all right, Woo. but hold on. How old was she? Who because knows? you can make every case he was eight, she was 12. Well, so what? Mm-hmm. That's true. So when 69. When she's that's how old 35 he and he's 31, I think we're good. Now, she is not famous enough to have a Wikipedia page, so I have no idea how old she is. All right. But, but she was 69. No, I don't think she was 69 at the time. Maybe no, 69 he now. Is. He's 69. Yes. We'd well, really she can't have... be 69 the same age if she was his babysitter. That'd be 69. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. It's uh, 537 on 69. <laughs> looks that good. Sign me up. <laughs> Boomer and Geo coming up at the top of the hour. Eddie's done having fun for the moment. Uh, this portion of the warm-up show brought to you by your local Mazda dealers. Every Mazda CUV comes with a suite of advanced safety features and are available with iActive all-wheel drive, which will give you the confidence to go practically anywhere. Visit your local Mazda dealer for special offers or visit MazdaUSA.com. Coming right back. Alan Jerry, this is the new normal. Hey, a couple things for you as we approach a quarter to six on this uh, Tuesday morning. Number one, the chicken parm eating guy did not win. Uh, did not win. He lost, so that's fine. And now Kristen has the best hand here on the next World Poker. Again, why we're not on, I don't know. Uh, the other thing is, did you see? And this is what freaks me out about what Eddie does. Did you watch the video of this cougar jumping at the or whatever the hell it was jumping at the guy for like ten minutes on the I trail did. in Utah? I did. It was a yeah. It was a cougar that stalked him for six minutes. They say. I mean, it is beyond freaky. And the fact that he sits there and videos it. Now, yeah, that's what I don't understand. I mean, I, I, I guess it's neat that we can watch it. But, like, you are playing with your life. And you're sitting there holding a stupid phone videoing this thing. Yeah, and it kept, like, kind of charging at him and then stopping. Yeah. And I know this he This is kept, why you shouldn't go hiking. Well, at least not in these areas. I Cougars. wouldn't. But I know Eddie loves it. Did but. he have, uh, like, a walking stick or a hiking stick? No, he didn't. He, it no. said he found... So... The path that the cougar left him on, according to the story, was the path he had to take to get back down. So he waited five or six minutes, found a stick, and then made his way, and then encountered other hikers. And like, hey, did you see this mountain lion or cougar or whatever it was? And they're like, no, there's no, they're not here. He goes, oh, yeah, really? <laughs> he showed him the phone, and the people were horrified. What area was it? Provo. Oh, okay, yeah. Provo, you, Spain? Where you've probably been. Yes, what? Yeah, what uh, are you saying? Provo, Spain. It's Provo, Utah. Provo, yeah, Utah. I've uh, hiked uh, in that area, Mount Tipinogos. 
but that's actually a very, you know, popular area, so I doubt they would be in that exact area, but one of the other canyons. Yeah. Spanish Fork Canyon, something like that, absolutely. And you sit there and wonder, like, watching the video, like, why it didn't attack the guy. Well, because it wasn't hungry enough, A. Maybe it was a juvenile, and he was probably, you know, I'm guessing at least six foot, and was armed. Yeah, they said that the guy, that you do have to make yourself appear larger, and that does scare away smaller animals in nature. Okay. Like, against a cougar, if it's not hungry enough, you would have a chance. A chance. You have a stick. You have a chance. You are, and the, he did the right thing by not running. If you run, see Then later, they attack you. And they, because from behind the neck, you're you're done. Right. So don't run, because you're not going to outrun it. Yeah, or don't hike. Or, or that. Yes. I'll choose that one. I'll choose that one. <laughs> No thanks. I like where I go at Homedale Park. There's deer. Deer never never attack anybody. Well, what? Well, deer don't I did attack. See a deer. Oh yeah. I, I did see a video of a deer attacking a guy who covered himself in deer urine in order to attract deer to shoot. Yeah, them but that's what attacked them. They're supposed to. Hmm. Jerry, you, the only- seriously, you've seen deer attack the, people uh, randomly. Yeah, there's videos of of male <laughs> deer in the rutting season, shall oh. we say? Uh, just rearing up on their hind legs and kind of like going at somebody. Slapping you. And, uh, well, I mean, it's more than a slap. And perhaps <laughs> trying to gore them also with the antlers. Oh, okay. But that's the big bucks during the rut. I don't know what the rut is, but here's what Mate, I'm going to do. Stay home. Mating season. Got it. Jerry, Jerry the, only, the only stalking you want to have of a cougar is a 40-year-old woman looking at you. I'll use. I'll use. <laughs> Jerry, I have a, I have a That's six seat. years younger than me and eleven years younger than you now. <laughs> you got some balls calling that a cougar. <laughs> That's called a young lady, Al. <laughs> right, exactly. Someone much younger than me. That's a, a hot cougar. young mom. <laughs> yeah, Jerry, I have a, a recommendation for you on Netflix. Okay, don't tell uh, Mike because Mike's not interested. Who's Mike? Oh, Mike. Jesus, McMahon. God help us. <laughs> So this is a series, although I'm only interested in the one episode as I don't know the other songs. Not it's a, Cobra Kai. No, it's a it's a uh, series called Song Exploder. Okay. And it, and it is a podcast and has been a podcast for a number of years, but it's now a Netflix series. Well, why where, are we not on Netflix? Uh, well, this is a, that's a good question. I We've don't had know, a podcast but, for a number of years. <laughs> true. But this is where they take one song and... And really break it down with the artist. Okay. And they took Losing My Religion and really R-E-M. broke it down with R.E.M. And it was very interesting because the guys from R.E.M., you've not really seen them in many years. Right. And here they were all sitting down separately because uh, they all have their own lives now, talking about the song and the and the host was playing parts of the song for them and asking about the song and the mandolin. It was very interesting, and it was only 26 minutes long. Oh, I'm in for that. Now, the other songs in the series so far on Netflix, I, I have no interest in, so I probably won't watch those. Right. But this one... I was interested in losing my religion. It's good stuff. I would I would be in for checking that out, and I'd yeah. be into the other songs too, depending upon who the artists are. Yeah, one was uh, the 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 guy who did uh, Hamilton. Oh, then one was a rapper that I wasn't. I'd familiar be into that. With. I would be into that. Yeah, it looks like I mean, maybe I'll I'll hop on those because this is only twenty six minutes. It's just yeah. like when behind the music used to be popular. Yes, for sure. At first, I would watch only the artists that I thought I cared about, and then. You'd start watching ones, and you're like, I guess I'll watch this. And then all of a sudden, you're fascinated by and you love notes. it. It's yeah. called knowledge, Al. Knowledge. You know what I watched yesterday? I mean, this, there's two things on YouTube that fascinate me right now. 
Now, obviously, it's because of my younger son watching it, but there's these guys called the Baseball Bros, and they demo and test out bats. And it sounds ridiculous, but it's actually fun to watch. That's very interesting, believe it what or not. What do they go like to, like a pitching machine? They, they go to these, they go to high school and college fields, and they're either minor league players, former minor league players, former college players. So they stand behind a screen at the pitcher's mound, and they throw, like they throw hard. And these guys demo the bats, and they do tape measure, and they actually uh, can tell you how far the bats go. They talk about the sweet spot in the bat, and they, you know, it's basically a competition, bat against bat, and it's usually like the new ones. So right now they're demoing all the 2021 bats, and it's it's it's, it's interesting if you're in the baseball field as I have. These been. are aluminum bats. They're well, they're composite bats for the most part, and some they do wooden bats as well, stuff like that. It's not old aluminum bats like we had. The Easton's back in the day. Oh, I love those. But it's it's interesting, though. And and the other one is, and I know you've probably never heard of this guy, and I had neither until about a week ago. There's this guy on YouTube called Mr. Beast out Mr. of Beast. Kansas. He's worth a fortune. And they do all sorts of stupid things. And it's a, it's a YouTube show, literally millions of views. And the guy goes around doing different, like one of the shows we watched yesterday was can we go through the drive-thru at Hardee's a thousand times in one day? And so he gives him his credit card because the guy's worth a fortune. And he's a young guy. He created some app or something. So he gives him the credit card at the window, and they just continually go through the drive-thru and order things. (laughs) And when they get to the point where they have too much stuff, one of his employees brings it to like a, a, a local middle school or a police station, and they donate the food. And so a thousand trips through the drive-through, they did it in fourteen hours. I'm looking at. I, I brought up his. I googled him, and the, yeah. the, the two videos that come up first are, "Let's get this random person one million subscribers." Right. And I gave my four million subscriber forty cars. Yes. You, I, 40, the thing, they, 40 million there, subscribers. There was another. Is that what he's got? This guy is 59, 56 dude, million subscribers. It is ridiculous. And the one show we watched yesterday, me neither. The one show my son's like, you got to watch this one. This one's great. I'm like, why? He goes, he just goes to shopping malls with his credit card and tells people, you have a here's a credit card. Get whatever you want, but there's a limit on the card. If you go over the limit, you can't have anything. Stay under the limit. You can keep everything. And what they don't know is there is no limit. He'll pay anything. Some people... All right, you know what? I'll cap it at five hundred bucks. Other people are like, "Hmm, let me go up to ten grand and see what happens." And they all get to keep the stuff. It re- it's it's doesn't it bother you? Weird. It's like this guy has fifty six million people following him, and we have no idea who he is. That that bothers me. That is, well, kids know who he is. We're not yeah, his but, audience. But why don't I know who he I is? I don't. Well, you know now because I told you about him. <laughs> but I'm sure there's so many guys like this. Mr. Beast, everybody. There you go. Let's get him up to sixty million. It is. I, I'm with beast. you. I because I remember my son talking about. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? And then I saw the amount of like views the show is getting. I'm like, yeah. good lord, I'm, I got to take a break. I'm going, Eddie. Good lord, he's yelling at me. Anyway, Mr. Beast, it's very, Mr. it's fascinating. Um, quick break, and then we'll get you to Boomer and Geo at the top of the hour. Right now, though, a Radio.com sportsman and Amy Lawrence tells us why the narrative about declining NBA ratings is not right. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Hi, welcome back. Braves beat the Dodgers 5-1, Rays over the Astros 4-2. You also had the Saints beat the Chargers in overtime 30-27. Think about this one, Al Dukes. It's actually amazing to think Mr. Beast is probably known more than Boomer Esiason is. Oh, absolutely. That's ridiculous. 
Well, it depends to the uh, to which audience. To the audience, known to an older audience. Yes, there. This is a much younger kid audience. Well, very true. Still, fifty-six million people. I was just reading his history that he was posting videos when he started at thirteen years old, and that he he hit it big when he posted a video where he counted to one hundred thousand dollars or just 100,000. No, he just like 1, 2, <laughs> 3 until he got to 100,000. <laughs> Why don't we think of these things? That's funny. <laughs> well, I don't know that I would sit through that, but is. that's pretty hilarious. Clearly some people How one, long is that? 1, 2, thing? 3, <laughs> 4, <laughs> 5, 6, 7, There's 8 of NFL talk today on the fan.